in mm-hmm. all the discourse I'm seeing about the album on the internet, there has been this much about the music, like yeah. about the actual contents. It's just like the album came out at midnight. Is it 12, 15 or like Fago yeah. mid? Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your shoddy fuck with my demeanor host, Clay Bonin. I am joined by my, yes, I do, co-host Tanner Mavis. Yes, sir. And today we are introducing a new concept to the podcast, an album review concept called Are We Rocking With It? Now, I have four categories. I want to do this with any album that we review from here on out. Yep. Four categories, pretty simple, pretty cut clean, most replayable songs, most quotable lyrics, best run, and did it deliver. I want to go over those four categories before we ultimately decide if we are rocking with the album or not. Does tell, them, that, tell them why you, you came to those four categories. So, I did these four categories because I feel like this is how people, especially us and my peers, like this is how we actually talk about albums where like so many people get caught up in like the Fantano and Pitchfork and this mathematical number letter grade Album game. sales. Yeah. And I, I just like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. I, not, I do and I don't like... I don't think all music needs to have yeah. a grade or a number We're not critics. with it. And, and by all means, we are not We're critics. We're fans at the end of the day. Exactly. Yes, yes. That is a good point. That is a very good point. So uh, are you ready to get into it with Pink Hearts? I'm ready to rock. Hey, real quick. If you all want to support the podcast, if you want to support Soul Serum, go to soulserum.shop. We have... This merch left over, you see the numbers right here. Anything that you buy is a huge support to us. And if you are seeing this advertisement and you use the discount code podcast, you'll get 15% off on your order. Tag us in your pictures wearing it. We love to see it. All right. Thank you all. Back to the podcast. I swear to Okay, so the album we are talking about today is the highly awaited, highly anticipated Pink Hearts by Sofago. Um, If you want to run down on how we got here, go watch our last episode. (laughs) Good fucking Right before this. Watch that one and then watch this. Come back here. Um, So this album has been out for a few days. I know you've listened to it quite a few times. I've listened to it quite a few times at this point. Um, So let's just get into category one. Let's do most replayable songs. For me, I think it's one of these three songs. It's either Me Too, mm-hmm. Stay Awake, mm-hmm. and Another One. Mm-hmm. All of all those good songs. all of those songs to me uh have Fago doing what I like the most when Fago's doing it. Like, okay, hear me out, hear me out. This is kind of a this is kind of a weird thing, but I feel like all of those songs that I just named would have gone up at house parties in like 2015, 2016. They're all these up-tempo, bouncy, melodic jams. And I could just see myself like interacting with people and having a drink and this and that to these songs. Like they're probably doing that now. 
I hope. I hope but people are super doing niche, it now. In super niche uh, plug and be underground houses. <laughs> yeah, definitely not every <laughs> not every house party is gonna be rocking with So Fago. Um, but I love these songs. His Fago's, and I don't want to step on like a point too much here, but I feel like I'm gonna say this a few times. Go ahead. Fago's voice and his melodies are so infectious. They just make you want to move. I was listening to the album while I was cooking dinner last night and I just couldn't, I couldn't stop like jigging, you know, like, and, and I feel like those songs are the ones that really stood out to me the most and what I'll come back to. I agree. Um, I think, I think stay awake is the best song on the album. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a average Uzi First, in my sure. opinion, yeah, I think Fago is the highlight of it. But like, the hook is super infectious. Mm-hmm. The beat itself, complemented by his voice, is just super crazy. Yes, and I don't know. I just love how not only this song but the whole album. Um, it's he really developed an atmosphere that mm-hmm. ha- that that was like kind of teased and shown on. Uh, after me, his tw- his late 2020 project was songs like Hang With The Goats, Matrix, um, Up Off 1942. Like mm-hmm. I was listening to, the, to those songs on the way here every day. And it's like those four songs were my favorite songs off of that tape. Yeah. And to see him really lean into like that was kind of what I was really looking for. Um, like off of off the rip of off listening to the album, um, I wasn't disappointed. I kind of felt underwhelmed in a way because of the, I feel like I let the internet and like the lack of buzz play a factor into my, you know, opinion opinion and not even opinion, just like, yeah, like opinion, but like overall what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. And I let it settle. And then I just kept going back to it to my certain favorite songs. Mm -hmm. There was like four or five. I was like, all right, I really like these. And I was like, let's give the other songs a try again. Kept running them through, running them Mm -hmm. through. And I found like three, three more that I really like. Yeah. And by the end of the weekend, about by, or from by yesterday, today, like, I'm like, I actually really like this. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't think it's like the most, you know, progressive sounding album ever. I don't sure. think it's the most, you fair. know, it's not a whole lot of red. People keep saying, like people are patrolling say it's a whole lot of red. Like it's just underground pages trolling and shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Fago being Fago. I think he really has separated himself from, you know, his peers, not in a, you know, album sales. Like he's like this at this crazy level where he's separated like this, but it's more so sound wise. And his own style-wise, he's yeah. really carving a lane of his own. And all the things that I love about Fago, he really leaned into. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I feel like so. Wait, so what? So you like stay awake? Give me like yeah. one or two other uh, songs. Slip with Don Tolliver, yeah. super fire for sure, um, for sure. That, I, didn't, I didn't know how I felt about that me, song yeah. at first. I oh didn't know gosh. how I felt about it at first, and then yesterday listening to it, I was just like. Yeah, so good. Dude, Don Tolliver's voice is fucking like, bro. The I love like all of these mm-hmm. beats, like, which is probably why Fiki don't really like them, is because <laughs> it's super open. It's not like really upbeat. It's right. super wide open, so it leaves all this room for the vocals to take the front and center. Yeah, and that's why, like, 
when we were talking about our predictions, like I think I said it in there, I, I hope he really taps in with his like singing ability yeah. and like his voice. And that, I feel like that is what he was really going for on this. And slip with Don Tolliver, like Don just slid in. Yeah. He, he did his little part, his little four bar, and then he did the same uh, like melody that uh, Fega was doing on the yes. hook. I was yes. like, whew. That has actually been, uh, that's one of the things that I noticed on this album is like a lot of the features. They must have been working in the studio. So Fago must have been in the studio with Gunna, with uh, Don Tolliver, with Lil Uzi, because everybody shares, like, whatever flow so Fago's doing, everybody, like, shares it a little bit. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, this, this yeah. is kind of fun. I do think a lot of, um, you know, early Travis, like, rodeo Travis, oh, yeah. had to play an influence in the yeah. studio sessions, working with his producer, Backwoods. Yeah. Um, I can't help but think, because, like, on rodeo, Travis really did show off his uh, his vocal uh, mm -hmm. performance as well, and like yeah. really tapped into his singing ability. Um, yeah. But what, what was I going to say? I forget. Oh, my, the other favorite song that I like is uh, "I'll Say." Which um, which track is it's, that? Uh, which one is I don't know. It's it, like number the melody is super catchy. Number ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say. Uh -huh. Lately, it's been going my yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have I have comments on that for a later category, but let's get to category two here. Okay. Let's go with most quotable. Um, number one for me, it is actually not so Fago. When Ken Carson says she want to fuck, I'm like, yes, ma'am. That <laughs> shit, I cannot get it out of my head. She want to fuck, I'm like, yes, ma'am. Like he, I love that. It, it gets me, it makes me laugh and gets me so hyped at the same time. Yeah. Ken Carson goes crazy on yeah. Hell Yeah, as a side note. Yeah. Um, I think the I think the hook on that song is like super uh -huh. like infectious and memorable like I'm on shit I was taking trips to LA trying to hit yeah. that money getting spent so uh, in speaking of the entire chorus I think as far as Fago goes the most quotable thing for me is the me too chorus yeah that, that song's entire, fire I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. Do you like to drink and smoke? Yes, I do. Like the whole thing I, I've uh, to to keep with what I was saying earlier, like I would love to be at a party or at a show and hear that song come on and just like, yes, I do. Facts. Just like go for it. That song, that song is just like full of joy and, and bounce mm -hmm. to me. Like I just, that, that's been the most infectious song for me is, is me too. Um, is there any quotables that, he that says stick out I to you? What song he said, he said on, he said like levitate from this earth and I put my soul in this music or something like that at like the end of a hook. I forget mm -hmm. what song it was. Don't quote me on that specifically, but I don't know what song it was. It might be on me too. Um, trying to think. Oh, no, no, it is. is on me too. Cause he says, he says, um, Get high and get lost in the music. Leave yeah, the earth and lose myself up yeah, in this leave music. Yeah, leave the earth and leave, leave my soul in this music. It was the last line of the hook. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, Fago is not the most... You're not listening to Fago for lyricism. You're not listening mm -hmm. to Fago for, you know, super deep storytelling and conscious rap and, like, meaning mm -hmm. of life and this and that. Which, you can, you know, you could, you could draw your own... Um, Interpretations. You know, interpretations of it from Fago's music on sure. based on purely the feeling of it. It's not so not so much about like how he what he's saying. It's yeah. it's it's the feeling he's giving you. Yeah. And that line, leave this earth uh, and put my soul into this music, I think that 
it's kind of the feeling he's giving for the whole project. Like I kind of it, like I had this realization on the way here. Like the the project kind of makes me feel like I'm free falling like through space, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. this room. You know what I mean? Like. I like that point that you made about there being a lot of room on the project. Cause I don't think I quite knew how to articulate that, but I mm-hmm. feel that it's same just super way atmospheric. Though. It's not, yes. it's not a lot of. Yeah, what we're typically listening to with rap the last, you know, five, yeah. 10 years. Um, it's a lot of just like over and over and pounding yeah. of like this flow, this flow, but it's this super one was smooth. Very spacey. It's super spacey. It's super, um, you know, gentle. In yeah. a lot, in a lot of ways, definitely, and super soothing to the ear. Like, like I think, I think Fago can tap into like pop fans for real. Oh like, yeah, he can. He oh can, yeah, if he gets on a on a big pop track or like on some like maybe like on some like what Drake did, like some house dance shit. Even mm-hmm. like I feel like his vocals, it's very versatile. He can yeah. he can place his vocals in a lot of different like environments. I totally personally. agree. I totally agree with that. Um, do you have anything else or do you want to go on to category three here? Go ahead and go on category three. Let's do category three, the best run. Now, I think this is a working title. I think this could also be best moment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just like for me personally, when I listen to albums, um, a lot of times I catch myself being like, oh, tracks four through nine or mm-hmm. two through whatever. Like I usually find myself liking one half of an album or not, uh, tracks three, through eight and or nine, which mm-hmm. would be the tracks Hell Yeah, Blitz V2, Stay Awake, Me Too, Going Back, Another One, and Slip. Mm-hmm. That run right there I'll is... Add, and I'll add, I'll say right behind that. I like Fuck. every single one of those songs. I'm rocking with every single one. Yeah. And I feel like after Slip, the album slows down a little bit, which is not a bad yeah. thing. You just get a lot of I like greed. slower melodies. Yeah, greed, greed is a really good one. I like greed. Um, and I just love the 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 bouncy up tempo joints. And I feel like tracks three through eight really embody that part of Fago's sound. And I just it's it's what I came to this album for. Yeah, you know, it's and it's what I really took away from it. One hundred percent agree. I that I was gonna say like a similar run. I was gonna say the same thing. Like yeah, starting with hell yeah, going to probably I'll say yeah is is the best. I'm not a really a big fan of the intro. Um, eh. The second the second song didn't hit. I listened to it again on the way here, probably for yeah. the fifth or sixth time. But once we get to Hell Yeah, I think we would get into like the middle of the album was yes. where it really starts kicking in. I feel like Transparency, which is the first track, was yeah. a, a very much like, here's my debut album and mm-hmm. here's the intro for it. You know, it just it it almost felt a little yeah. forced to me. I was just like, yeah. we got to make an intro song. Mm-hmm. Is what it sounded a lot of what like. he was saying, I, I do fuck with what he was saying oh, in, yeah, in the intro. It's, it's a he real said, song. Can't, can't go back to the old ways or something like that. Like, yeah, he's basically saying this is the new me, mm-hmm. like whether you like it or not. Yeah, this is who I am. He, he's even said in like uh, interviews or like I think he posted something saying that he put so much pressure on himself as far as his debut album. And yeah. he just finally ready to just like get it off his chest. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to imagine that is like a crazy feeling, mm-hmm. like having a couple of tapes and then your like capital D debut album. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure to have, you know? Okay. Let's go to category four. And this is where I feel like we can, this is the most open category. This is where we can really talk about it. Um, did it deliver? So 
I think this album is in a weird spot because the hype and buzz around it and the internet being the internet really kind of like kind of overshadowed the project I feel in mm -hmm. all the discourse I'm seeing about the album on the internet there has been this much about the music like yeah. about the actual contents it's just like the album came out at midnight motherfuckers at 12 15 or like Fago yeah. mid Fago album I mean mid. it was the same thing with whole lot of red too like and hey I'm not saying it's but the, I'm I not saying it's the same <laughs> I'm not saying it's the same but it's just like it's just the the culture that we live in now yeah but I I, I totally disagree with the mid allegations that yeah. I'm seeing on the internet I, I think that this is a solid case of work for a debut album mm -hmm. for a young budding artist like Sofago and more than anything which and this is something that you were saying earlier that I really want to uh, circle back to is Sofago with this project has shown that he has loads and loads of potential 100% in versatility. He can do this album but if if he showed up on a pop track tomorrow or a house track tomorrow or something like that, yeah. I don't think it would feel out of place. I think it would just be proving his uh, abilities and his versatility. I mean, his voice, I think on the last podcast, you said something like he could go the Chris Brown route and I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my mind listening to it. I was like, yeah. this dude really has some Chris Brown yeah. singing potential, yeah. uh, in his vocal performances. And, uh, and you know, he maybe isn't the same dancer as Chris Brown, but didn't yeah. he start off as a dancer though? Yeah, Wasn't that his so. whole thing? Um, but I, I say all that to say, like, I think from a musical standpoint, this album did deliver. It's not the most progressive. Like you said, it's not like changing music. I don't yeah. think, I think it's just a really good case of potential from Sofago. Yeah. Like there's some really good stuff in there. Yeah. I think, uh, off rip when I first listened to this I was like man when I was feeling that overwhelming underwhelming feeling this is kind of underwhelming I like it but it's kind of underwhelming I was like maybe this project could have been the second album and mm -hmm. like he could have dropped the debut debut maybe you know six months ago six to nine months earlier maybe early 2022 type mm -hmm. shit you know what I mean and I'm not I'm not in charge of your rollouts Fago you, you, you can do whatever the fuck you uh -huh. want um, but so with, 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 all, watching with, this, all, hey, man, with all the buzz, you know, that has kind of subsided when the peak of like, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe like right after let's lose our minds drop, like mm -hmm. go into the album. You know what I mean? With that, with something similar to that yeah. and, and capitalizing off the momentum and then giving us this, I feel like it would be more fans would be more receptive to it, um, yeah. for the fact of him just, you know, going for it after but the real fans are going to fuck with it regardless because of, you know, the fact that he did just go for it. He's doing what he really wants to do. Yeah. It's his art. He's staying true to himself. And I, this I, is what he's always wanted to make. I would f I would assume that people who are like in the trenches, Sofago fans, probably really enjoy this album for what it is. I, I don't know that for sure. Maybe no. I need to maybe I need to get I would probably DMs. disagree. I think the OG like SoundCloud F plug and B Fago fans mm. aren't aren't happy with it because it's not plug and B. It's not it's not what it's not what they're used to. It's the same yeah. it's the same shit when uh, we Wyland uh, made the the album that he made. Yeah, which is more of a you know 
synth pop type of right album and the og fans are just like we just want plug and be wheeling back you know what i mean like it's just i don't know i don't i don't know what it is with this specific like niche mm -hmm. but they just seem to just be like holding on to the past in yeah. a way and not letting these artists you know kind of soar out of th these boxes that the audience has kind of put them in yeah and i think so fago wants to be outside of that box I mean, and this is yeah. not me saying that i don't like plug i love all the plug and b stuff right, that right. these artists have contributed but there comes a time when artists you know want to make something different everybody evolves like we're all humans mm -hmm. we change we want to make new shit like yeah like there's, and there's I, things that I did, you know, three or four years ago or things that I was into that I'm not no longer into anymore. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Totally. Know? And I, I think, so I think overall the album did deliver. I thought it delivered. It's, it's just, it's just in a weird spot because yeah. of the fan base. Yeah. And I just think the rollout wasn't the greatest. I think yeah. it, the, you know, just the buzz overall going into it could yeah. have been better. Definitely. Uh, it's purely from a fan perspective, you know. I'm not criticizing by any means, but yeah. you know, I just we, this is coming from a fan that wants the best for Fago, you yeah. know, wanted to be received in the best light. But you know, it's out finally. Yeah. Um, we get to sit with it for a little bit. Maybe you know some of these songs, you know, pop off in certain mm -hmm. environments. You never know. I th I think it's gonna age pretty well. Yeah, too. I think it'll I think age it's well gonna too. age pretty well. Um, well, that brings us, we've gone through our four categories here, Tanner, that brings us to the end all be all question. Are you rocking with pink hearts? I'm rocking with it, bro. You are rocking with it. Give I think, me, I give think me your elevator pitch on why you're rocking with pink hearts. Again, he, so Fago leaned into everything that I enjoy about Fago as an artist. Um, you know, he's nailed his aesthetic, his cover art was super fire like the the whole i i can't i couldn't help but like when i'm listening to the music i'm imagining this pink you know universe that i'm living mm -hmm. in you know what i yeah. mean and kind of just like it's very happy i felt very like you know it it's very it's a very joyful listening experience listening to this project yeah and i'm at a point in my life where i want to have that feeling more yeah. often than feeling other feelings you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. so like when i look when i listen to music that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for something to pick me up to take me to a place you know that's like it's a like a fun joyful experience yeah. and i think fago nailed you know what i was looking for like i said on the after me project all of my favorite songs were him just really tapping into you know his singing his melodies the super like stripped down like piano but like the super like happy um like synths that he's using mm -hmm. and all the room that he leaves like i said for his voice to really uh be on the center stage and he gave it to me yeah that's what it, that's what i wanted so i'm rocking with it you're rocking with it i too am rocking with pink hearts um i mean pretty similar to what you said i feel like fago is doing how do I want to say that? No, 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 let me run that back. I feel like Fago is doing Fago things 
at a really good rate on on this album, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. uh, the melodies, the up tempo, the the bounciness of it, his ad libs. Um, I I think it's just all really fun, and I I know that I will find myself coming back to this album mm-hmm. um, and listening to Me Too, listening to Hell Yeah, listening to uh, another one. You know, it, it might go on some on some like hype playlists. You know, might go on some shit like that. Um, and I, I think to, to have to drop an album when there is all of this hype and all this buzz around it and people are just waiting for you to Mm -hmm. be mid or whatever the fuck, like he still dropped a really solid project Mm -hmm. and I think it has, um, the future looks good for Fago. Yeah, is is how I feel about. I that. don't think by any means he's going to fall off from this project. No, personally, no. no and being the hands not. of Cactus Jack, like there's probably not a chance. No, probably no way. no way. Nothing's ever certain in music, bro. Like if I if I had to give one nitpick about this album, though, is that I feel like it doesn't really take us anywhere. But I also don't think that this album. I don't think that was this album's purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of stay in like the same atmosphere the same area on the album but yep. i wasn't looking for i wasn't 100 agree with that like that it's, it's i don't want to say it all sounds the same but there's a through line between mm-hmm. song one through i forget how many 16 songs, 16 songs yeah. like it's all it all lives in the same world yeah and i think that was its purpose for like sure literally for sure it's not uh you know it's not this crazy journey roller coaster ride that you yeah. kind of take with you know other albums definitely um not going to compare it to anything, but you get what I'm saying. For sure. Well, we want to know how y'all are feeling about Pink Hearts. Are y'all rocking with Pink Hearts? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, DM us on Instagram. Hit us up in the Discord, something like that. Speaking yep. of which, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the TV page, the main page. We got YouTube shorts going right now, so if you don't want to watch a whole video... And you just want to scroll on your little vertical videos. We got those too. Join the Discord. Follow us on TikTok. And you already know the vibes, man. Uh, and with all of that being said, I, as always, am your host, Clay Bonin. Co-host Tanner Mavis. And we will see y'all next week. Deuces. Yes, sir.